welcome to Freaky Fauna Friday, where every Friday we take a little time and explore some of the freaks of nature from around the planet we cherish so deeply. So please, jump aboard and let's explore the wilds together. Hey guys, welcome back to Freaky Fauna Friday. Yeah, welcome back. I'm the Great and Powerful Mystery. And I'm Jay. Sounded like there was an extra bird in the intro today. Yep. How odd. Yep. The we're African yep bird. Yep. Yep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was an accident, but it was perfect timing. <laughs> yeah, sure. Ah, welcome back to Friday. Oh, it's Friday. Isn't this wonderful? It's Friday. Friday. We all love Fridays. So this is a listener submitted animal. The pangolin. Hmm. The walking pine cone. That's, I mean, literally when you look at them, that's what they're like. Their closest living ancestors are, they're almost uh, related to true anteaters, but anteaters are kind of a weird group of animals because they're really closely related to sloths. They do kind of look like sloths too, though, these guys. Yeah. So okay. the, these are a lot better. One of like, instead of like the long-nosed anteaters, mm-hmm. like there's uh, golden lace anteaters and tree anteaters and stuff like that. And you look at them, you can much more see a sloth in them. Instead of like the great anteaters, which right. are like huge ones, the big bushy tails and the ones you're used to seeing in mm-hmm. any anteater like depiction. And I'll tell you this right now, ninety nine percent of anteaters will body you. Like 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 Hulk Hogan and to Andre the Giant and WrestleMania three? Yeah, because okay. they have gigantic claws and they'll do this like T pose. Oh. And what they're doing is opening their arms fully. So if you get closer they can slash. Jeez. And they're using these giant claws to open up trees and open up termite mounds to get to ants and insects. Right, yeah. So, so they're, they're not weak. They're good for gutting you. Yeah, people look at anteaters and be like, you know, that's a oh, it looks like fun. cute little boy. And then, yeah, he can't bite me. He can't bite me, yeah. Uh, you know how many times people have said that and then get yeah. their arm cut open? <laughs> he can't bite me. He's going to slash you mm-hmm. with his razor blade claws. But we're talking about a certain anteater, the pangolin. Pangolin. These are shy nocturnal mammals that are completely covered besides their belly in plate-like scales. They're often referred to as scaly anteaters is their other name. Ah. They inhabit woodlands and savannas of South, Central, Eastern, Africa, and Asia. The majority of the populations have never heard of a pangolin, but they are the world's most trafficked animal (gasps) due to a high demand for their scales in meat. Ooh, their meat? Their meat is considered be a delicacy, while their scales are said to, quote-unquote, cure illnesses in traditional Asian medicines. Wow. Now, so these guys are literally, like, the most trafficked animal hmm. in the world. Are they, uh, are you I, allowed to have them as pets? No. Oh. They are internationally red-listed. Oh, because, they are. Yeah, because of how much they're trafficked. Yeah. There's only whole countries they're extinct from. Oh, wow. Uh, we'll get into that number of species and stuff like that later, but pangolins are... In bad trouble. It would be cool to breed these guys. They look, they're so unique looking. There's a couple in captivity here in the States. Hmm. Uh, it's not a fact of that they're hard to keep. It's that they're literally, so many of them are being eaten. Yeah. Uh, I seen one video of an animal trafficker got caught, literally had probably six, 700 penguins in bags because they ball up. So these guys have super long prehensile tails. Yeah. And they have like, you know, they're armor plated pretty much all the way except to just a little spot on their underbelly. Uh, that's where their like nipples and reproductive organs are. Like they're yeah. the only spot on them that's open. Yeah, but they tighten up into a ball. I've seen tigers screw with them and try to even pull them open. They can't, can they? they? It they probably could, yeah. but it's so much effort. 
It's they're not such worth a it. little meal because these guys aren't huge. We'll talk about that in a minute, but they're not. They're small raccoon size with a big tail, uh, so they're not like worth sitting here for an hour and a half trying to figure out how to open for a big old tiger. Right. Yeah. You know, but uh, their defense mechanism actually makes them so easy to catch for humans. Oh yeah, you just walk over and pick them they up. They roll up in a ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like we kind of already talked about, you know, most other anteaters take a defensive pose and they'll, you know, they don't go down without a fight. These guys, these like, guys evolve specifically. Like armadillos. Yeah. yeah. These are much more extreme than even armadillos. Oh, yeah. I mean, their tail, their gigantic tail will wrap layers around them. It really looks like a plate of armor that mm-hmm. cover their whole body. And if anybody's ever seen the penguin baby, they're adorable and they're always clenched onto their mother's armor somewhere. Mm. So you'll see like a big bump. But it's yeah, not a tumor. Yeah, these guys aren't true like rainforest, rainforest animals, but they do prefer woodlands, thick brush, and savannas. Uh, depending on which species, you know, African and Asian, there's several species. I think we could house them here. I think they just need a home here in the backyard. If somebody gave me a penguin, they'd probably live in the house. <laughs> That'd be sweet. I, say, I imagine, though, if I'd be I'm, like, hey, but at least you're not getting your scales pulled off. To if, I, if I walked into your house and a penguin walked around the corner, I'd probably leave. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You'd be like, it, it freaked me out. I'd be like, give him a piece of melon. He loves melon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, these guys can live to be 20 years old on average. Uh, we don't know a lot about this in the wild because, you know, there's not a lot of them in the wild. Uh, these guys can be five feet long. But keep wow. in mind, most of that is tail. Okay. You know, almost two-thirds of their body length is their tail. Two-thirds? Mm-hmm. It's that long? Mm-hmm. Holy smokes. It doesn't look that Some long. Some of the smaller species are only like a foot long. Okay. Oh, gotcha. In entirety. Yeah. Okay. So these guys on the smaller end are three and a half pounds. The biggest species of penguins record is 73 pounds. Wow. So big anteaters, you know, yeah. giant anteaters get, you know, hundred. I think 150, 160-ish pounds. Mm-hmm. But besides them, most of the family group doesn't break 100 pounds. Wow. You know, just and that's more because of what they're specialized in eating, you know. Termites and ants. It's not a bit. It's like, well, yeah, but look at blue whales. Blue whales don't have to crack open a mountain of dirt or a tree to get their food. Okay, okay. Uh, these guys are, you know, almost always brown or olive in color. You know, this uh, some of the smaller species almost are that olive green color Ooh. when you really clean them off. But, you know, these guys are burrowers and stuff like that, so they're almost always dirty. Is it kind of like the color of my car? A little bit, yeah. It's that weird green. Yeah, that weird kind of intermediate color. Okay. Uh, the diet's like strictly insects. In captivity, they will eat some of the fruit paste and some of these high-protein stuff that we give for some reptiles. And melon. Melon, yeah. <laughs> but no, so in the wild, they don't really probably have options for these foods, and their yeah. digestive system's not really made for them. They have to have a special curated diet. Hmm. I know in zoos, they almost always are eating purees of mealworms. Ooh, they're um, spoiled is what you're Mm -hmm. saying. (laughs) So these guys, pretty much their only predators are humans, lions, tigers, leopards, hyenas, and pythons. Ooh, not bears, though? There's no bears. (laughs) Well, the bears that are with them are almost extinct or pandas. Oh, they ain't doing it. Pandas, I mean, not saying a panda can't bite through a penguin, but let's look at that. We're talking about a very small animal. Yeah. And the only predators really listed are giants. I was going to say the top predators in the area. And it's because the only thing that really can get through their shells. Mm-hmm. Pythons are a little bit of an exception because they just swallow them whole. They don't really care about getting oh, through their shell. Okay, yeah. They'll just digest what they can. But you look at leopards, hyenas, tigers, and lions are these giant massive predators. And most of the time, they get bored with them. They don't mess with them. Right, yeah. I've seen lions messing with penguins. I've I seen a penguin still walking. With the babies on its back, as these lions kind of come up to it, 
and they bat it once, and they all roll up, and they're like, all right, this ain't fun anymore. <laughs> Leave. Uh, it's almost like a cat with a big ball of yarn or something. Mm-hmm. just bats it around, bats it around. Once it falls off the counter, they're like, yeah, it's done. Yeah. These guys are really, really slow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I, and that's because they're, you know, they're tree climbers, they're diggers and stuff like that. So their claws in the front of their feet are faced inward. So they're kind of walking on the sides of their hands, if you want to think oh, of it like okay. that. So they're, imagine if you're trying to go someplace like this. Yeah. And you have these giant long nails. You're right. You're, you're not very fast. Uh, their maximum is ever recorded. Now, this is blazing speeds. Oh. Three miles per hour. Dang. And that's when being chased by a snake. Jeez. The snake can go way faster than yes. that. <laughs> uh, right now, there's about eight species, we think. And there's still some argument about subspecies and stuff like that. Different phenotypes or what? There could be. So there's not a lot known about these guys for some of these really, really rare species. Hmm. So it's kind of argued whether they're subspecies, that, like regional variants of the same animal, yeah. or if they're truly unique animals. Do you think this is like an old class of animals that's yes. hanging around? Okay. Yeah, and we look at sloths, too. Sloths right. are the last of an ancient branch, so are these guys. So now what if like one of some of the dinosaurs, like... You know, the big long with the big... What if they actually just were like these, and you can't tell from their skeletal structure? It's like, oh, it's just a giant pangolin. They're all... Thanks for taking my end. Oh, There were gigantic pangolins. Oh, no. Giants. From the the dinosaur era? No, right after, though. Oh, okay. These guys are really, like you just said, really old mammals. Yeah. And these armored little mammals took over because nothing could eat them. Right. (laughs) But let's get into the number of species. So they're all listed... Every pangolin species is red-listed. But under that, there's two species that are critically endangered, which is the Chinese pangolin and the Sudan pangolin. Mm-hmm. So these are their highest-trafficked areas for these animals. Oh. So almost all the ones you see being eaten and stuff like that are these two species. Why are they eating them? Man. Okay, not to be mean, but China eats everything that's endangered. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I know. I mean, it's wet I've, markets. Yeah, you've seen the wet markets. Literally, I watched a video of one of the wet markets. This guy walking, and it's not like a hidden one. It's in the black market, and I was like, "That's endangered. That's endangered. That's endangered. Uh, That's extinct. Where'd they find <laughs> that?" Uh, two species of uh, just endangered: the Indian pan- uh, pangolin and the Filipino pangolin. Ooh. And right now, I think the Filipinos going to actually get moved up. Because the Chinese ones are getting so hard to find that they've kind of moved out of China to keep hunting pangolins. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and then extremely vulnerable is the giant pangolin, the white-belled pangolin, the termix pe- ground pangolin, and the long-tailed pangolin. It's not really long. The two-thirds of the body one yeah. I was talking about, that's these guys. Okay. It's a lot of pangolins. There's a total of eight living species of pangolin. Uh, they're pretty much... It depends on which species you're talking about. They either almost completely live their lives in trees... Are completely live their lives in burrows and like these giant underground dwellings, like living in termite mounds. Yeah, like a lot of the ones in Africa trying to never leave their termite mound. Oh wow, okay. I need to get uh, one of these. Uh, give Tiki a friend to live with. Imagine that. Uh, That'd be kind of fun. That would be sweet. <laughs> so the smallest species is the uh, the long tailed pangolin. These guys struggle to get more than a foot and a half long. Okay. The long tails? Yeah. Okay. But it's two-thirds their body. Dang, that's awesome. The largest group is giant pangolins. These guys are true titans. Are these the five-footers? Yeah. Five-footers and almost 80 pounds. Dang. Uh, which may not sound like a lot, but match. it's like the size of a German Shepherd. Yeah. Oh, no. I would not want to come across one of these. 
Uh, they're still being eaten. Oh. Like, penguins are all insectivores, which means they only eat insects. Their diet mainly consists of ants and termites. In captivity, they, you know, they, and these guys have extremely long, sticky tongues like anteaters. Mm. They actually can't open and close their jaws anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. So anteaters, all anteaters kind of have this weirdly shaped jaw. Yeah. There's a couple species like pseudo anteaters that can still like chew stuff. So that's one of the reasons they don't eat stuff in the wild, like fruits. They mm. don't, they have a tiny little mouth. Can't really and get them. just like shoving their head. Yeah. But in captivity, they can enjoy like these paste and purees we make for them. Yeah. Uh, so like melon's a good one because when they put their tongue into it, they can actually break it apart. Right. So that's the only way I keep bringing up melon. The only time I've ever seen one in a zoo eating it was a big, <laughs> like a watermelon. <laughs> just feed him some melon. He likes it. like shoving it. its face in it <laughs> yeah. just to get some. Uh, all eight species are red listed. Yeah. Which means it is illegal uh, to have them anywhere in the world. Man. As long as. Unless you have like a special license or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, and you, countries can vary on that. You have access to that, right? You're a biologist. I probably could have had it a long time ago. You still can. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think you're more of a biologist now than you even were before with all the research and stuff you're doing. And I don't know about that because keep in mind I was doing. You're a clean one now. <laughs> you're muted. You ever call me that again? I'll hit you with this cup. You're back. That's a shout out to Ralph, our, our bird watching friend. You ever call me a clean biologist again? I will hit you with a cup. <laughs> Uh, okay, now you got me laughing. The penguin, here's my fun facts for you. The penguin is the only known mammal in the world to have hard overlapping scales that cover their entire body. Uh, penguin's body weight is only made up of 20 or 20% of their body weight is made up of these hard scales. Dang. So there's, uh, when you look at them like a reptile, like having a shell or armor plated scales, mm-hmm. these weigh much, much less. So like light armor. Yeah, because yeah. they're made of hair. Yeah. But they're still very durable. Is that keratin? Is that the, or chitin? No, keratin. Keratin. Chitin is not in bugs. mammals. That's the bug stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a keratin, yeah. Uh, so my next fact is the scales are made of keratin. No joke. <laughs> no. Number two, <laughs> the scales are made of keratin, the same protein which forms human nails, hair, animals, claws, and birds' talons. Uh, shout out to Mrs. Bowden, our high school biology teacher. Oh, she's a big inspiration in my life. Yep, so... That's where I learned that. So when threatened, penguins roll up. And my freak fact number three, they roll up into a, a ball plate or an armor plated ball that protects them from most predators. Kind of like if you ever watched a hedgehog do it. Yeah. Just a lot better. Now I kind of want a pangolin bowling ball. I bet you they could find one that looks like one. I could get it printed on there. Even big cats struggle to make their way through pangolin armor is my next fact. Uh you know, we're talking tigers have, you know, bite forces close to six to 700 pounds per square inch, yeah. and they still can't get through them. It yeah. really, the only time they really get them open is if they can catch the end of their tail and peel it back and unravel them. Yeah. But if you look, that's actually, I'm showing Jay this picture. Yeah. That's actually the end of his tail. Right. So they it's, are even, they specifically tuck the tuck end of their tail inside. into the middle of the ball because of that. It's like they've done this before. Here's a weird thing. Uh oh. So according to old Greek philosophers, yeah, the penguin is actually a human. Because they are fully bipedal. Oh, are they? Yeah. They actually walk with their arms. They almost look like they're touching the ground, but they never, like, 99% of the time they don't touch the ground. Oh, really? So I believe it was, I can't remember which philosopher said it, but a man is a bipedal animal with no feathers. Hmm. Interesting. So a penguin is a man. I get, oh, I get it. Oh, nah, sumo wrestlers need to start eating these too. <laughs> they probably, they probably do. do. Yeah. The penguins are thought to be a. Uh, uh, prehistoric and have been estimated to live on earth for uh uh 12,000 years 80 million 
So keep in mind, the end of the dinosaurs was 65 million years ago. Oh, so they were walking with dinosaurs. Yes. Uh, wow. There was no true giant penguins back then, huh. but these guys evolved very early as far as mammals are concerned and kind of stuck it out. Wow. Yeah, they were very tough even for dinosaurs to mess with. Yeah. It's Save the penguins. Mm-hmm. So if you, if we, can, we have penguin fossils in the same beds we have, like T-Rex and stuff like that. Dang. And they were fine. Yeah. And you just imagine just seeing these big dinosaurs, like thinking about eating this thing. And they're like, that's not going to go down good. No, yeah, I know. Gnaw on it a couple times. Mm-hmm. Spit it out. I don't want this. The penguin's tongue can't be as long as his entire body. Whoa. Okay. That's pretty freaky. That's a freaky fawn effect. And that's there. due to how they hunt. You know, they're pretty much just using these tongue to pull insects out of holes and right, stuff yeah. like that. Penguins have no teeth, is my next one. Oh, wow. Most anteaters don't have any teeth. Hmm. Uh, there's very few exceptions to this rule. But uh, they're actually, and they almost, I think almost all of them have fused jaws too. They're very hyper evolved for one specific thing. Right. For their niche. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the word penguin means? Um, uh, Armor plated uh, raccoon. You're, you're close. It is about their biology. Mm. It means something that rolls up. Ah, okay. They can... Oh, so okay. Here's my next one for you. They can emit a non-toxin or non-toxin smelling chemical similar to skunks. Ew, okay. It reeks. It's non-toxic, though. So skunks is like... Uh, there's is like... Uh, it'll make you throw up and stuff like that if you ingest it. Oh, I didn't These know These guys that. are pretty much harmless, but it, it just, just stinks. still stinks. It's like a fart bomb. Mm-hmm. There's not... There's This is not... China's eating a lot of these things for how unappetizing they are. Yeah. Nothing about them sounds like I'd want to cut it up and eat it. So not all these guys have prehensile tails, but uh, some of the smaller species do, and they can hang from them. So we kind of talked about possums last week and how they really, they can, but they really don't do that. You know, it's more of an arm to help them climb and stuff like that. Yeah. These guys do. Oh, wow. They don't do it for pleasure, but they're kind of bad at climbing sometimes. So they have this big anchoring tail to make sure if they slip and fall, they they can get back up. Hanging on with, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Like long-tailed pangolins and stuff like that. Uh, penguins swallow small stones to help with digestion. Like chickens. Like birds. Huh. And it probably comes from they're friggin' ancient. Oh, well, yeah. It's an old thing. <laughs> they, could constr- uh, they could also constrict their ears and nostrils while feeding to keep insects out. Makes sense. So these guys will sh- literally, like, and you'll see giant antlers do this too. They can, like, close their ears and their eyes. Pin everything And back. they'll open up the termite mounds and just stick their faces in them and let the termites and ants attack them. Uh, well, if it's effective, how much? How many insects a year do you think a penguin eats? One billion. Ah, not a bad guess. Seventy million on average. Okay, but they have to eat two hundred thousand insects a day to stay alive. Oh my gosh! Penguins have small eyes, poor vision, and ha- re- rely heavily on their sense of smell and hearing. I'd hope so. Yeah, uh, I've seen penguins walk right up to like, like I told you that one that didn't care about the the lions. Yeah, with the baby on his back. Yeah, and then just like. Just kept walking because he didn't know it was there. <laughs> Penguins' babies ride on their mom's back, like while climbing their scales, so they actually hook onto either her tail or her scales. That's pretty awesome. They can have over a thousand scales. Man, now do you want a sad fact? I guess it's yeah. A penguin is taken from the wild every five minutes. Wow, that is pretty sad. So when you said it's the most trafficked animal. So it is the same rate that a human dies here in the U.S. Dang, okay. Uh, There's average, a lot more of us. A human, Yeah, a human dies every five minutes. A penguin gets taken from the wild, which is certain death Yeah. every five minutes. Pretty much, yeah. 
Dang, that is sad. We need to save the penguins. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's start a movement, save the penguins. You're not going to believe this. How much money a year do you think the pangolin trade makes? One billion dollars. No. One, one billion? Yeah. Is that your guess? Yeah. 19 billion. What? No, stop. I'm not joking. How is that possible? 19 billion? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. You're on crack cocaine. So when these guys are taken from the wild, uh, the mo- most time the, the guy that actually poaches them gets between $1,500 and $1,200 per penguin. Okay. When they're sold, they can be up to, uh, depending on how many scales and stuff they have, their scales can be $2,000 per kilogram. Oh, my gosh. So the giant penguins, and like it, it's there's a lot of money in penguins. So my penguin suit of armor is probably not going to happen. No. I, don't, I don't think I can afford it. No. Oh, my gosh. 75% of Chinese residents believe penguin products have mystic powers. <laughs> well, there you go. That makes a lot of sense of why they're all being stolen. <laughs> now, they, these guys are pretty ca- difficult to have in captivity, and we're not really sure why. Over 70% of penguins die within their first year of captivity. Ooh. There are some zoos that have success and stuff like that. They're just not meant to be caged yeah. up. No. But here's my last fact, and it's sad. I said, I said there's some sad ones with the penguin. The penguin's in, having some troubles. Yeah. All eight species will likely be extinct within 40 years. Oh, wow. Six of the eight species will likely be extinct within 20 years. Oh, jeez. And four of them will likely be extinct in 10 years. Save the pangolins. Uh, they're very much on the verge, and it's mo- it's 99%. There's some habitat destruction, don't get me wrong, and some food source right. problems. It's almost all poaching. Yeah. These guys, and we love elephants, and I'm not saying don't protect elephants. I'm saying that these big animals get a lot of the protection. When you look at animals like this, they're much more closer to the, the brink of extinction. Right. They're literally like a, a small breeze from being blown off the edge of the mm-hmm. cliff. These guys, keep in mind, survived the mass extinction that took out the dinosaurs. Dang. And they're about to get wiped out because people are eating them and believe their scales c- cure cancer. They don't because the people that eat them still get cancer and die. Oh, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Man, let's save the penguins. That's all I can say. Uh, Yeah, save the penguins. They just not in zoos. These guys. What's, when's uh, Penguin Awareness Month? When, when is right that? now? Oh, it I'm is October. It. October is officially, according to Freaky Fauna Friday, we are christening the month of October as Penguin Awareness Month. Go outside and bang your pots and pans and shout to the world, save the pangolin. Uh, there are some groups that can help with this. There's uh, the African Penguin Working Group, which does a lot of protect the African species of penguins. Oh, uh, the APWG. APWG, yeah. Yeah, I know them. Yeah, do you? Yeah, I got the brochure. So they actually, uh, you've seen like the black rhino poachers, like the, yeah. the, gu- the guards with like. Oh, yeah. So these guys do the same thing for penguins. Sweet. Uh, the Save of Penguins is another group. It's a nonprofit project working with some of the Asian species. And of course, the, you know, IUCN, which is the red listing group, mm. is working on saving these guys. Penguin Conservation is another nonprofit that's working on saving these guys. And. The last one I have for you is Carnivore in Penguin Conservation Programs is a group 
oh, is okay. working on saving these guys. All these groups are trying to work on saving these these you know these animals because they're so close to the brink of extinction. Right. There's so much money in them, and here's my thing: is we blame a lot of these first degree poachers, and it's not entirely fair to do that. Because most of these people that are poaching these animals are living on less than, you know, 50 cents a day. Right, yeah. And this animal they can sell for $2,500. Rich overnight. It's, yes. No, that's not even a joke. It right. really is, you know. So it's it's the system. Oh, I get it, yeah. That's I'm never going to blame a, activity. a person for feeding their family. Right. And I get it. I'm always an animal lover. Don't get me wrong. Right. But if your family is starving and this animal is more than you make in a year. yeah. And it's this easy to catch. You're not talking about fighting a hippo. You know, you're talking about going out in the bush. And just picking up, and picking a, up one of these and taking a ball them. Yeah. of scales. And it's more money than you make in a year. Yeah. Why not? It's tempting. It's. I mean, it's. you can't. I mean, you're going to save your family. Right, yeah. So it's about the system. And I, that's what a lot of these groups are working on is just cutting off the food trade system. People are eating these things. It's insane. Nothing about them is appetizing. No, not at all. So I'm not saying donate to any group. I don't care what you do as people out there. I'm just saying there are conservation groups. That are working towards saving these guys. And we're just putting it in the public conscience to save the penguin. Yeah, do what you can. Uh, there's also, uh, I can't remember the name of the group, but you can adopt a penguin and stuff like that, <laughs> which is, like, I think when I was a kid, we adopted a blue whale, which basically it's this teddy bear company. Right. That'll send you a stuffed animal version of the animal you're saving. Right. And they do give the money to whatever organization is under that animal's name. And it goes right into the blue whale's bank account. Yes. Now, Blue Whale versus the Japanese whaling fleet. <laughs> yeah. All right. I've been the great and powerful mystery. And I've been Jay. Give him some words of positivity in the weekend. Um, just, uh, uh, you know, we're always hard on ourselves and from time to time. So, you know, you can be your own worst critic at times. So uh, this weekend, uh, treat yourself and uh, uh, praise yourself and... Give some gratitude back out to the earth and to the human beings around you. And not not everything's as bad as it seems. So look for the positive in your and the little things that you uh, interact with in the world today. And uh, just remember to look at your neighbor and give him a big smile. A big old smile. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Freaky Fat on a Friday. If you want to help the podcast grow... Remember to share and give it a five-star review.